The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Well, welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show again. If you're a new listener, doubly welcome. Uh, you'll find a lot of previous shows available for you if you if you want to look them up at ethereus.org. And as always, we're joined by our producer, Darren Ball, who plays an absolutely crucial, key uh, role in the Spiritual Freedom Show. We're also helped in this uh, production team by Nikki Wood, and also by Jeremy Curtis. And we do appreciate you, the listeners in particular, and the wonderful comments, questions, and other remarks that we receive. They really make all the difference. They are extremely encouraging to us. But more importantly, I think they are very helpful to other people who hear them or read them uh, when you put your comments up. Uh, they're inspiring to people, and we've, we've had that feedback too. So you're inspiring other listeners uh, with your uh, moments of truth, which Darren always shares in this show. Uh, he shares questions, he shares comments. I never know which ones are going to be. And that makes it, uh, I think, all the more real, as it were. Now, today, we're looking at the fact that detachment is the essence of adeptship. As you know, this is a very advanced podcast, not because I'm advanced in any way at all, but because of the content, the nine freedoms delivered by Mars Sector 6 through Dr. George King. And in the last two shows, we've been looking at what it takes to achieve the Holy Grail, and it is a Holy Grail of cosmic consciousness and even more so ascension. Uh, according to Mars Sector 6 in the Sixth Freedom Ascension, an individual has to work for many lives in service in spiritual ways and all of them, before cosmic consciousness is possible. This is a very useful guideline for us. And cosmic consciousness, by the way, is nirvana. Uh, it is actually possibly more than nirvana. It is heaven. Uh, but now we have the concept, which is brand new, I do believe, uh, through the nine freedoms of detaching even from that. And it shows that cosmic consciousness shouldn't be undervalued, uh, as it is happening in certain quarters, and we've talked about that, it's a very elevated state. It takes many lives of service, not just one or two, but many. And then it takes very, very intense focus in the particular life that you first attain it. So if you're new to the path, let's be really clear. In this life, you'll not achieve cosmic consciousness, but you can pave the way for it. You can prepare the ground by serving spiritually now in the most effective way possible to you. And Mars Sector 6 spells it out when he says, many lives in service, in spiritual ways, and all of them. Doesn't mean, of course, you've got to do every single technique, every single method of service which has ever been taught. That would be ridiculous. It's not necessary. I'm sure it's not. But it does mean serving physically, mentally, psychically, 
for a selfless purpose, a spiritual purpose. It means not choosing the form of service you personally like just because you like it, but choosing the form of service through which you can do the most good for humanity as a whole. If it happens to be something you enjoy, and it may be, there's nothing wrong in that. You're karmically fortunate, but there will be times when you have to turn your hand to the wheel of service in unpleasant conditions. You might be attacked for your beliefs. You might have people try to desecrate your reputation. You may have to suffer physical hardship and serve in spiritual ways. All these things go to show that you're making progress and you're getting somewhere. And it will, believe, I believe, mean taking on board the most important aspects of the cosmic plan which have been revealed to you. Now, in the last show, we also looked at the gap between cosmic consciousness and ascension, which Dr. King described as being far more difficult to attain, ascension, than cosmic consciousness, and lives ensue after cosmic consciousness before ascension is possible. Now, that might put some people off, but a more intelligent person, such a message will make sense, I believe. They'll see immediately, if it was all easy, it would be pretty worthless. And don't forget that Mars Sector 6 does promise that we can all and will all attain these things. But he also warns about what he calls the great test, the test of detachment. So, Darren, would you please play our extract by Mars Sector 6 through Dr. King in Somatic Trance from the Fifth Freedom Cosmic Consciousness? Indeed, is this the step to a lasting freedom? And at its zenith, what? Continuance? Nay, this the great test. At its zenith, Detachment. Detachment through every stage. Back to limitation. This is the essence of adeptship. Not acceptance as much as a detachment. Detachment, even from cosmic consciousness. In Buddhist teaching, non-attachment is taught as the way to enlightenment, to nirvana, and yet rarely, if ever, do you hear about detachment from nirvana itself. I don't think you hear about it at all. Now, by the way, detachment isn't negation. In the no-thought schools of Zen Buddhism, it's stressed, for example, by Hui Neng in his Platform Sutra delivered in China in the 8th century. You shouldn't stop thought. In other words, negate the thinking process. On the contrary, you allow thoughts to arise, but you're detached from them. There's a big difference. Dr. King's mediumship highlighted the massive gulf between positive trance, which he adopted through samadhi, and negative trance. Positive trance is somatic. Negative trance is one in which you blank out your mind. You negate thinking. And he described that as being more dangerous 
than pitching a tent in the middle of the Hollywood freeway because you have no control then over the state or who or what entrances you. A lot of it going on right now, actually, in the UFO movement, people promising these easy telepathic contacts. And as I've warned before, this could lead in certain cases to mental health conditions. Because if you think you're being entranced by somebody from the Pleiades and you're following the messages you think you're getting and you're not, it's your imagination or it's another, even more dangerous, another guide uh, and perhaps a malevolent one of some kind, uh, you could end up in very, very serious state. Now, the master of theorist drew this brilliantly in his statement. We've quoted it before in the Spiritual Freedom Show, this difference between negation and detachment. And he said, true love is detachment almost to the point of negation. And that almost is many, many lives of evolution. And how strange, isn't it, that in ancient times, sadhus, sannyasins, chalas, practiced extreme detachment with discipline, austerity, tremendous effort, and then at the last hurdle, as it were, they, they attained the state of uh, cosmic consciousness, and they became attached to that. Even masters on this earth, not ascended masters, by the way, but masters have become attached to Kundalini being lodged in certain higher sentence. That's what Mars Sector 6 means in the Nine Freedoms when he says, the power is still warm in these places. Karma cannot smile upon this warmness. Now, I'm in no position to judge such terrestrial masters wherever they may be, but Mars Sector 6 certainly is. And he calls this the great test. He calls this detachment from the state rather than the acceptance of it as being the essence of of adeptship and i think he does so because of one thing and that's service the adept has to return to limitation in order to serve others it's very simple it's not easy i'm sure having not been there but i'm sure and if you want it illustrated as brilliantly as it's ever been described please read dr king's description of cosmic consciousness in his commentary on the fifth freedom in the book and the reason he detached from it, I'm not going to tell you what that is. If you haven't read it before, I want you to find it yourself because it's absolutely beautiful. So I won't spoil that for you, but it's a recommendation for you to read it. What say you, Darren? Yeah, you know, now that you say it, you know, it's it's strange reflecting that virtually every example we've had before Dr. King has illustrated attachment to the state yeah. instead. For, for, so for someone, you know, for him to come, around, come along and talk about their experience detaching from the state in the way that he did, it's, it's like surprising, but instructive, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely echo that that description that he gives in the Nine Freedoms. I, it's just one of the most amazing things that I've ever read in my entire life. Likewise. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I cannot, yeah, echo your your endorsement enough that um, our listeners go and check that out if they haven't read it before, or read it again if they've already read indeed. it. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. So if you're tuning in for the first time with us, um, you can find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector Six, and who Dr. George King was by visiting our website, and that's Ethereus.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. Uh, we do share a question on every show or a moment of truth, or like an experience from you. So if you have something that you'd like to share or a question that you'd like to ask, do get in touch with us. That's spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. Now, we had a, question, a comment here, uh, a question as well um, from someone about a show we recently did about uh, those great beings from the higher planes of Saturn and goes as follows. Oh, yeah. 
It says, it's utterly breathtaking that these Saturnian beings can split their consciousness so many times and become various entities and elements of, of nature, even on other planets at the same time. In astrological terms, why is Saturn usually referred to as time and the past and associated with responsibility and maturity? I read you were responsible many years ago, so maybe I need to go back and reference this. Wow. Well, the best person to answer that I am not an astrologer would be Chrissy Blaze, and I strongly recommend her. You'll find her on the internet. Uh, she's a co-presenter of mine on Ethereus Radio Live, and uh, she could give the astrological uh, definition. But I do think some of the associations with uh, planetary beings are are sometimes wrong and sometimes right. I mean, the idea that Mars is the god of war, I think that was an old classical idea in, in Rome and mm. possibly Greece. That, that's obviously wrong. But uh, on the other hand, they are industrialists. They are uh, fighters for light if it's needed. And so there's something behind it. Now, my understanding of, of the association of Saturn in astrology, and I say I'm no astrologer, it's, it's linked up with karma. And that would mm. make perfect sense to me because they are lords of karma. They are the most advanced planetary intelligences and very good points made by this about their credible capability to split their consciousness by this uh, person who sent the question. Um, so I think that makes perfect sense. They, they are, as it were, arbiters of the cosmic plan throughout the solar system. Uh, and they are actually the, the place we go to the halls of judgment after death. So there's very much a karmic connection with Saturn, I would say, Darren. Yeah, absolutely. Pulling out what this person said here, some of the keywords of, you know, the past and responsibility. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we think about karma as helping us, you know, in our spiritual growth, ultimately leading to our enlightenment and returning to the source, I and mean, all those things kind of fit together, I would think, in terms of yeah. you know, this association in general that we have about the planet Saturn. Yes, indeed. Uh, and of course, um, you know, as we've been stressing in the last couple of shows in particular, uh, reincarnation, as far as we're concerned on Earth, is extremely important. It, and it used to be stressed. It shouldn't be seen as a limiting thing. Uh, but certainly, uh, it, it can't be nowadays. It's like popular, so you can get everything right now. It will depend mm. on various lives. And that's something that would come under karma and would be understood by the great ones on Saturn. And the other thing, of course, that they would understand better than any other masters on any planet is our closing words of every show that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 